Thank you for coming here today. It's me, Linda Sage, on Learning From Life. One thing I can promise you, there'll be people to meet over the airways here you'll never forget. Some, as long as you live. Let's just say, most have had what could be termed as an interesting life. It's not what happens, it's how you deal with it. And one line from any of them could change the way you deal with things forever. There'd be landing from all parts of the planet, all ages, backgrounds and experiences. Telling the truth of how it was and how they manage things may just help you miss a rock or two along your road too. And a very warm welcome back. I'm Linda Sage and this is Learning From Life. And yes, we are back in the studio. So I am so happy about being here. But uh, we have the best of both worlds now. Uh, my guests don't have to travel all the way to the studio. They can be the, in the comfort of their home. And I know I say this every single time. But of course, I have an amazing guest. And this guest is not a first time. She is a returning guest. So it's wonderful to, to have her back. And it's a lady that has, like most of us, Many, many hats, but these hats have been changing along the way. So I've been very fortunate to, to know her for a few years now. And in that time, we have seen all sorts of things going on and happening. None less to say than this last year with COVID. So joining me today from her new comfortable home, because she's recently moved as well, is uh, Olga Gaydane. So Olga, thank you so much for being with us again. Oh, it's my pleasure, Linda. Thank you so much for inviting me back into your studio. Yes, the last time you were here in the studio with us. That's very true. And your studio is such a wonderful place. It's always a joy to be back. <laughs> it does. It, it just feels a little bit more more real than sitting in the lounge because uh, I don't know about you, but my, my studio in um, for recording was uh, two room dividers, like Japanese room dividers with um, a duvet stuck over the top of it. So <laughs> yeah. that's, where, that's where I was sat uh, many hours in this last uh, 15 months but coming on to you so I know we, we've talked before and I'm just going to say to all the, all the listeners if you haven't heard of uh, Olga before I'm sure you can pick her up all over the place but I will be putting up the previous interview because we're going to be talking about all sorts of different things as well so you can catch up on the previous one so you're not missing out on anything but she's all over social media so I'm sure that uh, you can check up on her uh, previous story as well there so Olga but what has COVID meant for you? What's been happening? Oh, wow, Linda. As, uh, as you mentioned in the introduction, um, traveling and moving the house and uh, meeting a really, really amazing man with whom we just became such soulmates, uh, just by coincidence, really, and uh, becoming an author and expanding my business even more. So I know it sounds like really sicky positive, <laughs> but I must say it was really positive period. And I think it just shows how when you truly work on your mindset and you challenge yourself and, and you grow, then everything around you just matches your inner world. Exactly, yeah. yeah. What you're, you're giving out, it's a bit like a magnet, isn't it? What you're exuding out then come, is reflected and comes back to you. Absolutely, absolutely. The outside world is just a mirror to what actually happens within ourselves. And if we just only remember this phrase and when we think something, when we wish for something, when, you know, sometimes randomly we kind of go through memories and regrets, if we only think about it, all what we think about will happen 
And what if that happens within 24 hours? That will be very scary. <laughs> so, yes. So, um, just in case people haven't uh, seen or heard anything about what you do in Olga, I know there's been an awful lot of change in the last year, and we are going to be uh, talking more about that. But just a very brief little uh, resume of what was going on before. How did you get to where you are? Oh, it was a very long journey, Linda. Um, at one of the sessions, we already were talking more about my journey here in the UK, but I'm talking about the journey of self-discovery, working up to my strengths. And my strength is uh, seeing besides what I'm shown and hearing between the lines of what people are telling me. This is what I found out I really enjoy, like solving the issues, finding the problem causes and, and finding solutions. It's just something what apparently is really good in coaching. And that just in a few words, really. But it was, as you know already, 12 years journey in the UK, but also journey in Latvia. But when I came to UK, there was no English, no money in my pocket. That was just drive. There was a vision. There was a vision in my head that I want to travel around the world and help people and, and be here and there doing, you know, taking pictures and speaking to people and and receiving all these thank yous from people who transformed their lives because of me. And then I'm delighted to say that COVID-19 just gave me opportunity to do exactly that. Sounds really bizarre, but for the last few months, I traveled a lot. I think I traveled a lot more than ever in my life. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Wow. So let's go back a little bit with COVID, because pre-COVID, you were doing a lot of um, on-stage work, a lot of face-to-face -face work, and obviously that whole market just dropped. Yes, very true, Linda, very true. As we all know, all events were cancelled and there was massive panic in the world. However, because I had a vision to always travel around the world, I was already working with a lot of global clients. So my one-to-one -one coaching did not suffer at all. In fact, I had an office all the way in Bowtree pre-COVID-19 time. And when the first lockdown hit, I realized that I only had four local clients out of all my clientele. Only four local clients who now cannot come to office at all. So what I've done, I canceled my office. Even though we did not know that lockdown will take longer than a year back then. But I was just thinking, if if I'm planning one day to travel even more and not maybe not even be in the UK, then why do I need an office? So probably this is the perfect opportunity to get rid of the office and just be completely free and move everybody, including my four local clients, to Zoom. And that was the best decision ever, for sure. But also I realized that using Zoom was also possible for my workshops and speaking engagements. So I wouldn't say that my speaking career was not affected. It was. But what was not affected was the workshops and training because that was automatically moved on Zoom. And because I was already so familiar with Zoom and I already had upgraded version of Zoom, because sometimes we would have, for example, um, you know, a few people in the room, like if I would work with a family or with a couple. So I needed that upgraded version anyways. So I think it's just a matter of decisions we make based on our vision. And here I would like to pass on this message to people that we should be always mindful of the vision and decision we make towards or away from a vision. Ask yourself on a regular basis, will this help me 
to get closer to my vision, to my goal? Or will these take me away from my goal and from my vision? And this way, it will be almost like you're predicting, predicting events in your life because you will be almost like prepared because you'll be seeing ahead. Great, great words there. Yes, I mean, you know, so many people, you know, they plan a, a wedding meticulously, and we will come back to that. We uh, uh, plan a holiday, or we, pl- you know, buying a new car, or you know, even if it's not a brand new car, even if it's a second-hand car, you know, we do a lot of going out and finding out. Even a pair of shoes, we walk around shops, well, and and look at all the different ones before we make a decision. But with our own life, we don't tend to have that much planning or vision. Which is very sad. And you are so right. I, I, I'm sure probably some listeners already heard this phrase that the best planner in the world is the bride. She is planning literally every single detail on her wedding day. And guess what? Nobody plans the life after. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's why so many couples are in so many troubles because they have no clue how to make a marriage successful. And yet if we just will learn from that bride how to be more mindful, how to be more careful, you know, how to understand yourself better and understand what you want and what you don't want and apply it in your life, then our life will be a lot more juicier and happier. Yeah, very, very true. As I say, I know, you know, lots of people, especially working with, uh, within sort of the the coaching mentoring industry it's so easy that people they they plan like the wedding they plan the honeymoon then they come home and they just expect life to to fall into place (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly it doesn't happen it doesn't happen that's the reality it will not happen come on get on board of planning your own life and and even with promotions you know whether people starting their own business you know they they look at the success stories, but they don't look at the work that's gone into those success stories. They, they love to read about overnight success. And I think Ed Sheeran is one of the best stories that I've, I've heard on this one because he always says, you know, everybody says he was such an overnight success. He said, but there was years that he was sleeping on people's floors. He was hitchhiking to get to gigs. He was, he was sleeping under um, uh, tunnels and things like this because he had to be, he didn't have the money to move around to, you know, to start off with but people forget about that and all of a sudden you're successful overnight exactly exactly it's like seeing the iceberg and only seeing the tip of the iceberg and saying how amazing the iceberg is and yet hitting the ship against the bottom of the iceberg right mm-hmm. and and the truth is nobody wants to do the work which is right at the bottom of the iceberg everybody wants to see just the shiny tip of the iceberg but hey ho Sometimes you got to flip that iceberg, and sometimes if you want to get to the top, you got to start from the bottom. And again, the 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 most important work is always within our mind. It's always within our mind. You know, when we when we don't know where we are going, it's like sitting in a car and thinking, okay, from here, let me get somewhere. Well, guess what? Somewhere and one day will get you nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. In a calendar, we don't have such a thing as one day. We have specific dates and months and years. And in a navigation, you, there's no such a thing as uh, somewhere, right? You have to put a direction where you're going in order to get somewhere. <laughs> exactly, yes, very, very, very true. And, you know, 
We're just going to come back to you as well, because I know, you know, talking about planning your lives, I mean, you've recently moved house, which is no small feat, especially in COVID. But one of the things I must admit, when we spoke and you were saying that, you know, this was your your dream home. So you knew exactly what you were looking for. I did. Yes. Again, like everything, for me, it's really important to know what do I want? Um, As I said earlier on, Linda, we know what shoes we want. We know what car we want. So why we would not know what, what house we want? And for me, particularly during the COVID-19 time, I knew that I want a very spacious house. I knew that I want to live in a nice area. And even though I knew I'll be here only for a year and a half, and then I'll be moving uh, abroad, I'll be most likely going traveling quite a lot, probably without even a permanent address. But still, I wanted everything to be the way I want in the house. And it's really funny because one of the neighbors, she came around one day and she was like, Olga, I really love your home. It's so cozy. It's just so nice. It's such a good atmosphere here. She said, I'm so happy you moved in here and I'm so happy you're going to be here long term. I looked at her and I said, I'm not planning here to be long term. She was like, what do you mean, Olga? But you put so much effort into making this house home. I said, I know. But because for me, it's important, whatever I am, to have my high standards. It's important for me to feel like I'm at home because... First of all, I don't have an office anymore, right? So I knew I'll be spending at my home or in my garden majority of my time, okay? Whilst working with clients, whilst working, doing my presentations or even just resting, right? But second of all, I want to come back home and feel like, yes, I am at home. And she just looked at me saying, okay, you're so funny. I never seen somebody putting so much effort into something so temporary. And I said, but look at this, everything in our life is temporary. Our entire life is temporary and yet we live it like this is the most permanent thing. Our life is temporary. So what we should do is enjoy every day because one day it will stop. So yes, I enjoy my house, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and yeah, it might seem strange for some people, you saying that you've been travelling more in the COVID time because so many people, and it's one of the things that I, I am working quite a lot with at the moment, is this re-entry anxiety. So, so, you know, so many people are actually quite frightened about going back into the outside world. They're, they're, even if they were going back into an employer that they were working before, they're just like newbies going in and starting from afresh. So the idea of travelling might be quite uh, horrific, I suppose, for some people. It could be, absolutely. But again, we should remember, what we focus on, the energy will flow exactly that direction, okay? So when we are, let's say you had a car accident, if you next time, next day, next week, start your car and you start driving and all you think about is another accident, you will get into the accident. The thing is, our mind is the most powerful gadget in the world right? And yet we trust more sat-navs, we trust more computers, we trust more technology. But when it comes to our own mind, we forget that we can reprogram our mind the way we want. So it is about programming yourself for success, programming yourself for being welcomed at your workplace, programming yourself for being satisfied at workplace, programming yourself at taking the change easy and with a joy and also understanding where is the fear coming from. 
You know, it, it's so profound how when I work with, uh, whether it is a high achiever or it is uh, somebody like working for an organization, across different ethnicities, across different, you know, colors and, and backgrounds, people have the same issues. And very often those issues are coming from their childhood. Today, this morning, for example, one of the clients, he admitted and he was, he was horrified to admit that, but he said, Olga, I just remembered because I was taking him on quite a deep mindset scan. He said, Olga, I just remembered at around about age seven or eight, one of the songs I used to listen again, again and again to, and I can't remember the name of the artist, but I remember the name of the song was, it's a manic Monday. And I was like, no way, a manic Monday. <laughs> what does it tell you? How does it program you for the rest of your life? And that was around about age of seven and eight. And guess what? He's 50. He is 50. Mm -hmm. So for 43, maybe 42 years, he lives with a program. It's a manic Monday. And guess what? Every Monday, he has a manic Monday, including, and this is really bizarre, Linda, Three pens were not writing. Three, not one, not two, all three were simply not working. He came back to office and all the technology, everything was unplugged. He spilled the coffee. There was oil leakage under his car. And he said, Olga, why every Monday is so manic? And guess what? Because it is a manic Monday. Very true. So the uh, conceptions that we develop and our expectations, we live to, to fulfill them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when it comes to people right now living in the fear of traveling or coming back to work or, or anything else, we just need to remember that if you choose fear, you will have fear. You got to choose something opposite. You got to choose something what will feel good. And it might sound really bizarre. Olga, how can we feel good when there's so much panic in the world? I know this is the worst time. And yet this is the best time because you have nothing to lose. You have absolutely nothing to lose. And guess what? You got to be so uncomfortable like you are right now to make a change. Because for as long as you're comfortable, you're not going to change anything. You got to become real uncomfortable, which is situation you are in right now. Fear, stress, anxiety to start making changes. So if you haven't worked on yourself for the last 12 to 15 months in the lockdown, guess what? Now is the perfect timing. So true. And the, the thing is, we, we expect to work on the outside of us. We do, we do it every day without even thinking about it. Even when we're going through bad times, we, we have a shower, we clean our teeth and you know, we expect to, to spend that time. But spending the same amount of time cleaning and working on our inside is like a completely different concept. Absolutely. You know, I love the example you give. We brush our teeth, we do the shower, we, we wash the dishes, we clean everything. Like OCD people, the more stress they have, the cleaner their houses are, right? The, the, the worst paranoia they have, the more sparkly everything is in their house. Why? Because it's, it's almost like we subconsciously want to tidy up around us when inside of our mind there is a lot of clutter, there is uncertainty, there are dark shades of fear and anxiety. But guess what? If only you start doing a little bit of meditation, 
calming your mind down. Before you meditate, if you only write a few things on a piece of paper, just to clear your mind, just to get rid of the clutter, right? And then go into meditation. You will see how much more powerful your meditation will be. And in fact, sometimes when I do these meditation events, I don't do them very often, but sometimes I do. This is the first thing what we do. We take a piece of paper and I give three minutes. I play a little gentle music and we just write down whatever comes into our mind. It could be, oh, I need to speak to a neighbor or pay that bill or forgot to pay penalty, um, you know, bill, whatever else it is. And those little petty things that will keep rolling again and again and again like a broken CD during your meditation. Why? Because that is your subconscious helping you. Subconscious will always give you some messages within yourself to remember about and deal with. So whatever comes into your mind, the worst thing you can do is brush it off. You got to really work with that. And therefore, start decluttering your mind. Start working with why memories keep coming back, why events keep coming back, why regrets keep coming back, because they need to be worked on. It's so true. I mean, and and everybody will tell you that you know, if they're living in a clear space or even working, you know, if you declutter your desk and you feel so much better about your working because you feel more organised and it's easier. So, you know, decluttering your mind always comes a. I don't know. People think it's quite shocking, but it it's just logical. It's a logical move. It truly is. Truly is. But again, you see, Linda, it's it's so easy to see clutter. Uh, on your desk or in the kitchen or anywhere else like my cleaner she came when she came in for the first time the house was literally in a chaos because things were everywhere nothing was unpacked things were not on the wall you know everything was just literally everywhere and she was like oh this looks like a very busy house and I said look I just moved in and I'm just recruiting a cleaner I'm just going through different people speaking to a few you know seeing with whom I'm going to feel like going ahead and when she came <laughs> for the first time to do the cleaning, I showed her around the house again, confirming what exactly I want her to do and when, whatever. She was like, um, and what exactly you want me to clean? I said, well, the house. <laughs> she said, but it looks so clean. I said, well, it looks clean because we're tidy people, but still there's some dust, you know, and floors need vacuuming and mopping. And of course, you know, things need to be cleaned like bathroom and kitchen. But I said, yes, because I genuinely, I'm a very tidy person because I like things to be tidy, but not only outside, but also inside. And it's easy to see clutter and dust and dirt in the outside world. But when it comes to inner world, Linda, how do we know if we have that negativity? How do we know if we have some hate, if we have some anger? How do we know if we have anything within us that is limiting ourselves? We don't know because that is not visible. But what people can do, they can observe how they feel. And if they feel down, that means something from inside is slowly eating them. If they feel low energy, that means something from inside is kind of taking the energy away. So paying attention to how do you feel will help you to establish whether your mind is cluttered or not. Yeah, very, very, very true. And uh, you know, just taking that time is a great investment in yourself because it's something that we take for granted totally. Yeah. So, Olga, let's go back to your travelling. So <laughs> t- tell us where you've been and what it was like. 
I mean, well, I'm quite happy now because we're sitting here in the sunshine. If I'd been sitting here and it was pouring hard, I probably would have changed the subject. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, this is a lucky day, isn't it? Well, yes, I um, during the not during, but just before the third lockdown hit the UK, I had a very strong feeling just to leave and go traveling. And what's interesting at that time, my tenancy also was coming to the end. And I was thinking, should I put the offer down to buy this house? Should I buy a different house or should I just rent? I wasn't kind of sure what to do. And intuition was telling me, pack your house, go traveling. Don't even sort out the home. And listening to my intuition is something what I started doing very recently, maybe two or three years ago. So I decided to literally being blindfolded and following my intuition. And I went online and after I came back from Cyprus in October, my original plan was to go to Cyprus. However, I went online and I checked where can I go on the 12th of December because on the 13th, my tendency was running out. And the first available flight to the warm place was Lanzarote. And I had no clue what Lanzarote even was because I'll be honest, my geography was really bad. It still is. <laughs> but between Cyprus and Lanzarote, there were only two degrees difference. Even though my original plan was to go to Cyprus because I've been there for a week, this was my fifth time, I decided to go to Lanzarote because there was 19 degrees. And I thought, you know what? 19 is a lot better than 17. And guess what, Linda? That was the best decision in my life again. Why? Because when from Lanzarote, I went all the way to Fuerteventura, which is the second island of Canary Islands, I met my man. I met my man and uh, I'll be honest with you and everybody who is listening right now. The idea was not to get together for the life. The idea was just to spend time together. He was traveling. I was traveling. He happens to buy first available ticket to Canary Islands because his American trip was canceled. And he happens to be in Fuerteventura. And I happen to be in Fuerteventura because I never went to Cyprus. We met and we just thought, okay, but we'll just holiday we will just take pictures of each other we kind of aligned and we would just spend some time and then uh, a week turned into two two weeks turned into a month then the month turned into three months and uh, guess what now we are in fully committed relationships Fantastic. And and Lanzarote is uh, such a unique island. It's such a beautiful island. I mean, it's quite stark and uh, there's huge dis- you know, differences between colours and things like this. But it, it's such a, a, an amazing island to go to. If anybody hasn't been there, it's worth going and having a look at. It truly is, truly is. And I must say, if you ever have opportunity to travel across all seven islands, Please do it because all seven are so different. And some people say that Canary Islands stand for seven chakras because there's seven islands and there's seven chakras. And I'll tell you what, I could feel the energy shifts. I could feel how on one island, particularly uh, Grand Canaria, which stands for throat chakra, apparently, how my energy was all about speaking and sharing and the verbalizing and the vocalizing. And then when I went to El Hierro, which is um, oh, which is the, the, the very bottom chakra, I can't remember, this is the grounding one, I felt very, very grounded, very grounded. And it felt like all I want to do is just slow down and just be at peace and just 
be in a now. And it's it's quite remarkable how, for example, when I went to Tenerife, I felt like very emotional. I was quite tearful. I was like, mm, my heart was not at peace. And guess what? This is the heart chakra. So it's quite interesting. Honestly, if you ever have a chance, please do that. You can move between islands on a ferry. It's very easy, but seven islands is probably is is a trip which probably everybody should do especially if they're into energies and into working on themselves having the privacy to themselves you will really enjoy that so you've been back since then i've been to but i haven't <laughs> been back back because since then yeah. i went all the way to spain in gibraltar i literally got back yesterday i also mm-hmm. traveled to budapest i traveled to istanbul i traveled to uh but um uh what was the count? Montenegro. I traveled to Montenegro as well. So there were so many places where I traveled to again. And all these work opportunities came just as a beautiful alignment from my clients. And it was just beautiful. So what I wanted to say with this, not like I want to show off in my travels, but I want to say that when you're aligned with yourself, when you listen to your intuition, when you follow your intuition being blindfolded, then one thing will lead to another. I didn't know packing my house and leaving the UK, not knowing when I will come back, will lead me to traveling across all seven islands, finding so many different opportunities, meeting my man um, with whom we actually planned quite a big event very soon. <laughs> and and then traveling even more because more opportunities came along and coming back and effortlessly finding the house. And you know, Linda, it's just amazing how, for example, even when I got back, my intuition was telling me, do you, as in work on yourself and meditate and unpack your house and concentrate on that, even though I was thinking, oh my God, I have so many big projects and so many things to do. But intuition was telling me, relax, do your house, take your time, everything will be good. And then within five weeks, I had five opportunities to co-author books. Five opportunities to co-author books. And one of them, literally a week ago, became a bestseller. But if I would not listen to my intuition, I probably would not spot those opportunities. I probably would not agree. I probably would not be able to write those chapters. I probably would not be able to work on those. So it's important, really, really important, no matter where you are in your life right now, listen to your intuition. Even when logic tells you, that is not gonna work. Listen to your intuition. That will lead you to where you have to be. It, it's amazing what you've achieved, Olga. And obviously, English isn't your first language either. So, doing all of this and developing the language and that it, it and the culture as well, because we we do things very differently. And <laughs> I think even in Yorkshire, they're even more different. Because obviously, my accent's not uh, local either, and I struggle with you know coming to terms with some of the the words, the language you know uh, coming coming up north. So, uh, coming into it, you've had so many challenges. That's very true. Very true. But again. You see, for me, it was keeping in my mind my vision, right? And my vision was, I got to establish myself here. I came from Latvia. I, I'm Russian, uh, who was born in Latvia. And, and that meant that for me to establish myself in Latvia, I had to learn Latvian. So I already knew the path, the pattern. I already knew the path which I have to take in UK. That was learning the language, seeking opportunities, looking for better jobs, you know, and then looking for better things. And then, um, you know, expanding my network again, back to basics. Your network is your net worth. 
right? If you constantly speak to friends who have no ambition, no goals, no vision, you're going to will be there. So I realized, that, okay, um, I knew a few people when I arrived to UK, but I knew if I'm going to be forever uh, within their network, that means I will never grow because we don't even talk about the growth. What we were speaking back then was about a good night out, right? <laughs> but you can't go on a night out for the rest of your life if you want to really achieve something, right? You got to have a bit smarter conversations. And this is how I start going to events, networking events and joining associations and, and looking for people who are driven. And, and this is how you grow. It's like a plant. If you plant a little house plant or outside plant and a little pot and you never repot that plant, eventually it will die in that pot because there'll be not enough soil. It will just, the roots will be not having enough soil, enough space to grow, right? It will take a very long time for that to die. First, it will just outgrow it and then the roots will start come outside. But eventually it will just have to self-die because there'll be not enough space. And the same with us humans, we have to replant ourselves from our usual, from our comfortable pots. Very, very true. And Olga, obviously you've done so much, you've come so far, but clearly there is a future. What's the future holding for you at the moment? Well, in the future, I am definitely submitting uh, two more chapters to complete my, uh, well, one more chapter actually to submit completely. And that is with you, Linda, <laughs> because <laughs> one was literally sent late night last night. Uh, but because I haven't heard the response yet, it's like still in my mind, like two more, maybe there'll be something to amend. But yeah, uh, so submit that. And then to plan my events, because it's what I'm planning to do, um, to publish them actually, because the agenda and how I want to do that everything is already ready but it's just about uh, publishing them and allowing people to come to my online events I'm planning to do online events because I'm planning to get global audience because I want to make a a difference around the globe rather just in one Mm. place and I know that you know when friends can get together and be in one room and attending an event it's a lot more powerful that just one friend will be able to make it right because when you grow together as friends when you grow together as family it's always a lot more fun so yes planning these events to make them public, to uh, send you the uh, submitted chapter for our book together. And then, (laughs) of course, yeah, absolutely. More traveling. For example, on Friday, I'm going to Brussels again. And uh, then next weekend, I'm going to um, Greece. So more traveling around my work commitments. Um, That means fulfilling my dream. Because for me, the biggest thing is always living my dream and whilst I'm living my dream I always wanted to leave the legacy so if I can go around the world and I can meet my clients face to face and I can make a difference I can make an impact you know my life is complete then my life is totally complete and uh, one more thing preparing for the wedding Mm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a biggie. It is a biggie, absolutely. <laughs> can, can, can we have any um, uh, ideas? Are you, are you dropping any hints? Well, it will be very private and it will be in Grand Canaria. 
because that's the place which um, speaks to our heart and we feel most at home right there. So we're just two of us and witnesses. But then we're going to have um, five celebrations around the world because there's no way we can get all people at one place. So we have to have one in UK, one in Brussels, one in Barcelona, one in Andorra and of course one in Latvia. So yes, it's, it's going to be quite a biggie. <laughs> An extended celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Extended celebration. Why not? If you oh, do it, fantastic. you do it. This is our favorite <laughs> motto. If we do it, we do it. <laughs> exactly. And Olga, so if anybody needs to get in touch with you or wants to get to, to know you more, what's the best way of getting in touch with you? The best way would be to follow me and reach out to me on social media. Just type my name, Olga Gaydana. You'll find me across LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The best way would be get in touch with me uh, via my email, which is olga at newlifekickstart.com. There you can send me your story and uh, I can respond to you as well. We can organize one-to-one quick chat uh, if you want to also to scan your mindset to see where actually are you going? I'm not a fortune teller, but I can predict your future based on your mindset, Scott. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And uh, just to let you know, if you, um, she's a lovely lady inside, but she's a very beautiful lady outside oh, as well. So you. we do have the picture on, on uh, our podcast, but you can see her smiling, fabulous smile right across uh, social media. So uh, you don't have to look far because uh, she stands out from the crowd. Oh, thank you, Linda. You are so kind. And, you know, I love this phrase. It takes one to recognize another because you have such a beautiful and warm light inside of you. That's why you recognize other people in a beauty. So thank you so much. Thank you, Olga. And uh, yeah, much, much appreciated your time because I say I know you're very busy and you've got so much going on. So thank you so much for your time being with us. And uh, we wish you all the very best for obviously your wedding and your new life and everything that's coming up. And maybe next time when you come back, we'll have even more things to talk about. That'll be very exciting. I'm so looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Linda, for having me back. Your show is amazing. And what you do is really transformational. Please carry on your amazing work. Thank you so much. And for everybody, thank you so much for joining us. And as I say all the time, you're so lucky with the podcast because obviously you can go back and you can stop and pause and take notes and things like this because there were thousands of gems there with uh, Olga. And you can find her, as I say, right across social media. She's a lovely lady out there. And I must admit, when I first met Olga, it was like such a burst of energy and it's like being Olgaized. That was my that was my <laughs> phrase because I felt, I felt so energised after meeting and talking to her so it's well worth just uh, getting in touch and having that qu- uh, quick chat with her because you will feel better and so from me thank you for listening this podcast was recorded in conjunction with the chapel fm art center and east leeds fm radio station for more information about them and all the good work that they do is www.elfm.co.uk and to know more about what linda sage is doing Her website is www.lindasage.com, also on all the other social medias.